our first stock, which is Chevron, ticker symbol is, is CVX, couldn't be sending a, a stronger, more powerful message to, to shareholders because last year in 2011, the dividend was you know, $3.09. And, and in 2012, they, they raised that dividend to $3.53. Yeah. And if you look, you know, the dividend's been growing at 9% a year. Yeah. And they've had positive price action in every one of the last four years. Average, the average stock's gone up 9%. Average dividend's gone up 9%. These guys have got expanding EBITDA margins from 16 to 22%. Yeah. That looks healthy. Um, and they got zero debt. Yeah. Well, they've also, to your point, Mo, they've expanded the dividend this year about 15%, which is off the charts from what they've been doing yeah. historically. So what, what is that telling you? They don't have any debt. They're clearly trying to send a signal. Now, you know, when you're, when you're a company this big, you've got lobbyists in Washington, and uh, if there really is a threat that you're going to see loss of subsidies, I don't think you send that kind of a, a message to, to, unless you're pretty disingenuous, which uh, managements have been known to, to do that. But um, I don't think you send that kind of a powerful signal to, to your shareholders, the dividend signal. And that's probably the strongest signal that a management can send to somebody. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, or the other thing can be, you know what, we might lose our tax subsidies, but it's not going to matter. Right. You know, we can still, we're still a healthy company. They're putting up 22% EBITDA margins, 17% EBIT margins, an 11% return on assets, 18% return on equity. And I'd say, just so listeners understand, the screen we did came up with 59 names, and I just ran it in Yahoo Finance this week. Very easy to do. It's free. And Mo and I, at great personal expense, went through each of those 59 names to come up with the four that we want to talk about, and Chevron uh, was one of those. And yep. it's just, uh, you know, again, it's needs, not wants. Okay, so um, energy use per capita continues to move higher. Uh, there's a lot of economies that the middle class is growing fast. They're just buying cars, building roads. And so, yes, there could be a recession in Europe next year. There could be a recession in the U.S., although no one's predicting that. But oil use, until they discover an alternative that's, uh, you know, attractively priced, I think we're on pretty solid footing to predict that oil use per capita is going to continue to grow, and that's a pretty predictable uh, growth path. So that's a that's a nice uh, a fundamental that that sort of un- underscores the, the attraction of this industry. Okay, explain something to me because I, I I'm just noticing this and I haven't had time to really figure out where what's driving this in the numbers. Yeah. But if you look up here at earnings per share, yeah, um, we know that the price action's been up nine percent. We know dividends have been up nine percent, but earnings per share are actually coming down a hair. Um, yeah, shares outstanding have been flat. But share, you know, uh, uh, earnings per share have gone from three forty four to seven uh, twelve seventy three to twelve forty eight. So there's been a, a, a two year decline in earnings per share, and I'm not, you know, margins are expanding. It's not an increase in debt. Um, well, EBIT's look here, going up. What's, EBIT's what's, up, net yeah. income's down. So we don't have all the detail here, and frankly, I've done as little work as possible. Kicked up their depreciation, but, you think? Well, I think either one of two things. Either uh, dep- either interest expense is up a little bit, but uh, based that on doesn't make no sense debt. right now. I understand. Right. Or uh, it could also be that the tax, the tax rate has ticked up, 
as some of So they're already experiencing some of those losses. Well, or as people, you know, the gas price is causing people to actually drill a little less in gas because the price came down so much. It could be that they took some production out of gas and then some of the subsidies they might get for drilling come out because, in fact, they've reduced the drilling in natural gas. I mean, these are interesting questions we don't actually know the answer to here. But it's certainly based on on, um, the five-minute analysis. It looks like something I'd take a look at. Well, it's the dividend is, uh, you know, needs not wants, right? And there's a lot of uncertainty. The dividend is 3.2%. Uh, the dividend per share is three fifty on two million shares. That's about what seven million in dividend. Net income is twenty five million, yeah. so it's covered quite a bit. Uh, there's no history of cutting the dividend. So again, when you look at the return at your bank versus Chevron, uh, now again we're just after work kicking back. The ten K for Chevron is going to have information about. The uh, the reserves, the proven, the unproven reserves, you can put valuations on that. There should be a little bit of work done on this in terms of what are their reserves, but my guess is Chevron has a lot of reserves, although, again, I don't know that. Um, they uh, they undoubtedly are, uh, are going to continue to grow because the world's need for energy is going to continue to grow. Their margins are very healthy, their debt is low, and you get a dividend. So, again... How much do you need to know on this one to have an interest in it? Yeah, no, I uh, I put that top of my list to, to, to take a look at. Now, we contrasted this. I just throw out quickly, another one that came through our screen nicely was Occidental Petroleum, OXY. And their EBITDA margins, uh, EBIT margins, net margins are all dramatically higher than Chevron. Um, they appear to have uh, a couple differences. One is they're one-tenth the size. Uh, they also had an earnings, rather I should say a revenue decline expected for this year, whereas Chevron's expecting a slight improvement. Uh, return on assets at Occidental is actually lower than at Chevron, even though the margins are much higher, so they're not getting as much leverage out of their assets. But, you know, their dividends have been growing faster. Look at the dividend growing growth. faster, but then the dividend yield itself is a, a little, little lower. Yeah. So, you know, we went with Chevron on this uh, comparison, but, you know, Occidental looks pretty interesting, too. As does the whole sector, because it was overweighted. The whole energy sector was overweighted when we ran that kind of yeah. screen. So that tells you it's worth taking a look at the whole sector.